2: Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. i tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use.
1: And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer.
2: Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at LumiDeodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start.
1: Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit LumiDeodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount.
2: That's L-U-M-E Deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: Do I walk up behind her and, you know... Put my denim cock into her butt, right? Like you know, like like. <laughs> an,
3: <laughs> You're listening to the Laughing Couple podcast with your hosts Brittany and Ryan ostafi Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi.
1: All the way from Philly, Philly, (laughs) Philly.
2: I need Ryan to say your handle because he has fucked up this name so many times and i just can you just do it and I, like, I, I i have high hopes for you
1: this coming from the person who literally said shrink dicks the other day when we were talking about that. it she makes she throws me under the bus because i have a hard time putting it's not it's not shrink it, chicks it. it's the shrink chicks when i put go. it together it, my mouth stops working. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a great handle. It's a perfect <laughs> handle. And for some reason, this guy from Ontario just has a hard time doing it. But you throw me under the bus when you accidentally called him the Shrink Dicks, Ladies.
3: I like the Shrink Dicks. Uh, uh, we'd be selling something very different yeah, if we I were think the that's Shrink Dicks. maybe like, our, like a sex toy shop. Yes. We got to turn into. <laughs> it, maybe Let me tell you, of the sex toy it's the shop. umbrella company <laughs>
2: that you guys have yeah, just mentioned. Exactly. Manifested. We've got that's an ego
1: coming out, and it's all about the. Uh, The The cold water.
0: It's about the shrinky dicks. (laughs) Okay, but I I will say this. It's funny, though, because we part of our job is talking about sex, right? So we both are licensed marriage and family therapists. We work with couples, and we talk about sex all the time. And there's a lot of times stuff we talk about does shrink a dick. Like, there's some people that are incredibly turned off by talking about sex. But the reality is is we have to be comfortable about it to have the conversations. And so it always is pretty awkward at the beginning. And then couples get, like, super comfortable. So we could just warn people there is minor... We, we, we should dick just shrinking say it. in the yeah, beginning, right. And then the yeah. dick, dick gets bigger time,
3: right? It like we always say that the key to good sex is communication, but like that'll shrink a dick. Uh, yeah, it can at times. It's almost like yeah, it it's almost like the
2: autocorrected version. Like shrink chicks is the autocorrected version, but your company is actually shrink dicks, and they just <laughs> they didn't want to say
1: it. Accidentally typing in ducks. <laughs>
3: Right. Oh god, the amount of times I am saying ducks in. A, in a I text. love it. Okay. Unbelievable. We are
2: going to get into this, but before we do, um we are going to do our I love you and you're annoying, but we've We've, um, we're doing this one a little bit different when I know you guys are on board with it. So basically we would like to hear your both. You both get the opportunity to answer and it's important that you don't interrupt the other person while they're talking, we're talking, Give a them ju- their we're space. talking to
1: therapists about communication. I know. I think, I know. I think they got that. I yeah, think they got it handled.
2: We got it. Um, but we want to know, cause you guys are very, very good friends. You've been doing this for a really long time. What is one thing that when you got into a business with one another that you were like, okay, A little annoying. We got to overcome this.
1: Didn't realize Emily was so annoying.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. She she knew. Listen, so I'll start. Okay. Emily is much more extroverted than I. And so because of that, she is ready to dive into things way quicker than I am. Okay. So, for example, we started a podcast. (laughs) I was not prepared for that. So I love her so much, but I really had to overcome all of my introverted tendencies in order to be on this journey with her, which was very annoying, but it ended up working out. (laughs) That's a good answer. That's
4: sweet... I feel
3: like... If you're going to
1: be annoying, you better be productively annoying.
3: Yeah. Exactly. That's why it
2: works. It's like Mm -hmm. a yin-yang, right? You probably both pull from one another, right?
1: One another. Oh, God. (laughs)
2: We won't let anything go.
0: Right? So with Jennifer, this is an easy one because hers is that she is so slow to warm, right? So Jen and I met in our early 20s in graduate school to become couples therapists. And I'm like, I think we should start our own thing. We were working at the same place. We both didn't really like it. I was Mm -hmm. like, we got to start. We got to start. She's like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm nervous. Like Jen's like a lot slow to everything. Here's here's another example. There's two different ways to get to our office from where Jen lives. One of them is a shit show. It is traffic all the time. There is accidents. What's up? I got hit by a bus driving on it. Like this what? road is horrible. So I'm telling Jen, hon, just take 95, 95, 95. It took me six months to convince Jen to take a different road. She comes in one day. She's like, I took 95 to the office. It was so easy. Change some months. Time. it's Creature
1: the devil of habit. You,
2: it's the devil, you Creature know. Creature of right? habit.
1: I don't. I yep. don't blame you. I go to a restaurant. I order the same yep. thing. Why? Because I don't want to spend eighty dollars and not like the meal. Chicken tenders and fries and a sippy cup of milk.
0: Same. <laughs> That's what Jen gets for am, every meal. I am here for that. <laughs> I'm Sometimes like, do you have a kid, he'll toss do you have them in a also, Do
1: you have a kid's menu for adults? Because I'll take also, that.
0: Also,
3: what chicken fingers are you ordering that are $80? No, no. <laughs> are they oh, amazing? God. No, he's the, like, I don't want to pay $80. I don't want to pay $80 for
1: a meal and not I like see. it. I'll take the chicken fingers and fries.
3: No, I, I th- gotcha. I was yeah. going to say, this better be some good chicken fingers. No,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: they're dusted in gold. <laughs> um, no, I feel like you actually convince the kids to get tenders. And you'll get what you want, but they never eat them all. So he's like, are you, sh- are you a, sure you don't want tenders? They're like, no,
1: dad,
0: I don't. It's yes, a backup. <laughs> Smart
1: move. That's why we had children.
0: So you could eat their food. Yeah,
1: that's it. It's exactly why sense. I had children. Yeah. My
0: yeah. husband says all the time, "We had kids so I could play with Legos again." Like, I like he, that. like like the playing with the toys, he is yeah. so hype about. I'm like getting putty out of my hair. It's a little different.
1: I feel like this. I feel like this term has started to become a little bit overused. But I, I can't help but but say it. Your husband and I just became best friends oh because. <laughs> myself my brother-in-law pete we were talking about this at christmas time his his uh son is the same age as our son and he bought him a whole whack of he-man master of universe toys because they're all back out and i thought eh, maybe cooper's a little bit too young for that peter's like no screw it i'm buying those toys because i want to play with them and i don't know if they're going to sell them next year
0: yeah yeah you gotta jump on that when yeah. you can. These fads—they go fast with kids. So
1: the two of us idiots at Christmas are literally <laughs> down pretending to be Adam and I have the power. The kids
4: and are And our sleeping. kids are like not even no, in the room. No, they're sleeping. They're fully <laughs> sleeping. This is the coolest thing <laughs> the kids ever.
3: Kids are playing. Uh, that is funny. Yeah, and oh, uh, God.
1: well, I I just embarrassed myself
2: a little bit. Okay, let's let's, like, really. let's,
1: th- let's talk about therapy. Yes. So. so here on the Laughing Couple, we have mentioned numerous times, and we are we are adamant about this that there's a stigma around therapy, mm-hmm. and we want we are constantly wanting to Eat squish the out of it. that theory. Mm-hmm. So, can you really quickly describe to us what the, what what couples therapy, family therapy means to the two of you, and then we can start to just pick away at it?
3: Okay. So I think there's there's a, there's a huge stigma, especially around couples therapy, because there's this idea that you ha- you can only go to couples therapy if things are horribly wrong,
1: mm-hmm.
3: when we know that usually couples go to couples therapy way too late, usually seven years too late.
1: Wow, the itch. And-
3: The itch, exactly. And so so when people are coming in, because of the stigma, usually it's too late to do any work. Either one partner is out or they're Mm -hmm. both out and they're just doing it to save face. Mm. So we we love that we're destigmatizing couples therapy especially because it's so important to do that maintenance. It's two imperfect human beings coming together and trying to manage all of the stresses in their lives. And so you are bound to have issues in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we bring all of our shit up from our past, and we bring it into our romantic relationships. Always. And so it is so key to be able to understand what we're bringing into our relationships so that we can work through it together mm-hmm. and be responsive to our partner instead of reactive. That's so really essentially. Good.
0: Essentially, the type of therapy practice is called systemic therapy. So even if we're working with an individual, we're thinking about the whole family system, what's happening with their parents, with their relationship, even shit and with their boss. And one of the things that we also keep in mind is that our job is to not just help the clients we have in the room, but every generation after them. Mm-hmm. Because if we can get couples to have the best possible marriage and have successful, fulfilling marriages guess what that's going to model to their children? Mm-hmm. Guess what that's going to model to everyone around them? And by doing that, we're changing generations and generations. One of the things that happened is it wasn't normalized for our parents and our grandparents to go mm-hmm. to couples therapy. One, it wasn't even really accessible, and it definitely wasn't normalized. And if we can keep doing this, modeling this behavior, modeling that it's okay to get help and to get some assistance, and that actually being in a relationship isn't as in, as intuitive as we might think that it is,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we can improve Everything for years after we're gone.
2: I, I, I want to say that I don't want to forget this. Sorry. Oh. I knew you were going to end. I was like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to say that, like, you know, when you get. <laughs> <laughs> sorry Ryan just like choked himself okay you know when you get your totally
1: attached to these headphones
2: your driver's <laughs> license I, I actually don't know if it's the same in the states but you have to go through like multiple courses before you get your full like g license I feel like for a couple, yeah, they the
1: learning per- the, <laughs> no I know I know permit. I just I don't Not
2: know like the, that have, just no you have to get like your g you have to do your written test then you have to do your driving tests and then you have to get your g1 your g2 and then your g3 and they're three full like experiences like it's a lot you
3: guys must be amazing drivers I <laughs> I mean, we're, it is rough we're out pretty here. Good. <laughs> well, it's the
2: snow too, right? You got to you don't Our insurance the snow. is so okay. high,
1: we have to be. Yeah. Fair.
2: <laughs> but Fair. I feel like this kind of concept of like consistently checking in would be like super unrealistic, but can you imagine if like a couple was like, "Okay, year 2, we got to check in and have therapy" because it does allow them to be like, "Okay, you know what? We we thought it was this way, but we're actually this way, and let's check in before it gets to that 7-year it's too late situation. How awesome would that be? It's funny you
1: went with an analogy because I was gonna go with an analogy.
2: What was it as good as mine? And
1: it was kind of (laughs) along the same things because it involves driving. I'm sitting here thinking, we take care of our cars. Mm. We bring our Mm -hmm. cars in for maintenance Maintenance. and get our oils changed. It's not like I'm driving the car, I'm gonna wait till it explodes (laughs) before I bring it to a mechanic. We get our tires rotated, we get our oils changed. We get like, we check on these things on on a consistent basis We care more about our cars than we do about our relationships in Mm -hmm. terms of maintaining it.
0: Mm. Especially when there's kids that come involved, right? How easy is it for your marriage to get put on the back burner, right? Like all of a sudden I have, I'm driving to practices. I have all this other stuff. But if I can make it to the doctor once a year for preventative medicine, what if we were to do the same thing? I believe that preventative medicine is the key to whole wellness and health. And it's the same thing for our relationships. What are we doing to actively do it? When
2: would you suggest um, couples start going to therapy and like, I, I don't. I know it's hard because every couple is different, but like premarital therapy, yes. is that something that you guys are a bit... Because yep. we didn't do that. Yep. I mean, we've been neighbors for our entire life, so I feel like we didn't really have that chance. We were like three and going to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but you would say premarital, and then how often would I mean, you... Eve-
3: yeah, like even even before you plan to get married, if you plan to get married, I mean, it's, you know, and a lot of people will say, oh, we're not even married and we have to go to couples therapy. No, it's... it's you get it's, to go. You get to go yeah. to couples therapy. And if you think about it, your relationship changes over time. It should change over time because you're two evolving human beings mm-hmm. that are forming a relationship. And so... To be able to check in at all of those different stages, like you have many relationships and many marriages within one marriage. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to check in at all of those different stages and talk about some of the struggles that come up, open the lines of communication. And I think the earlier you start, the more comfortable you get in therapy too.
2: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Mm -hmm. We started a podcast so that we could get therapy. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: it was I a mean, disguise. Out. It was yeah. a disguise. I think
0: that's a really good method it and way, way, <laughs> way cheaper. <laughs> way cheaper. <Yeah>, way cheaper. Probably. <laughs> well, it's fun.
1: It's it's funny because you know some things happen in your life you don't even realize it. And while we're talking here, you had mentioned a couple minutes ago that if this relationship between us is strong and communication is strong, then the byproduct of as is, is our children are going to see that as yep. this is a healthy relationship. Brittany and I got into an argument this morning. And both of our children said to us, separate.
2: Take some time. Separate.
1: Separate. Take some time and separate
2: and it took everything right. in me and i'm sitting here not thinking to be like separate like <laughs> you know, I, you know, use your shit back at you and you're like oh god damn it i'm so proud of you but also <laughs> shut the hell up
1: no but I, 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 this was like a pat ourselves on the back moment i was oh so pissed just like Brittany. i was like how dare you yeah. flip our language on us <laughs> to use it against us but Poor at the same god. token at the same token they're listening
2: shout out to clariton for providing samples and sponsoring this episode And remember, only use as directed.
1: Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice?
2: We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great.
1: Good Vibes Juice makes all-natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system.
2: And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster.
1: It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made.
2: They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day Shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity.
1: The Get Well Shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties.
2: What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea.
1: And here's the best part. Visit good vibes, with an S and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order.
2: That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with good vibes juice. Hey, Ryan.
4: Yes. You stink. Um, okay. I
2: stink too. Don't worry. Everyone actually stinks and it's normal to have body odor just in case you needed a reminder.
4: Okay. Thank you for that. But the best part is you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant.
2: You're right. And Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas.
4: It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean
2: tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing.
4: Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com.
2: And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off.
4: Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi.
2: Try it with code TLC at LumiDeodorant.com.
4: That's code TLC at dot tcom Stay fresh, everyone.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're, I mean, get, that- they're getting it. That speaks to the incredible parenting you're doing. The fact that uh, my assumption is maybe they picked that up. You have two kids? Mm Mm-hmm that maybe they picked that up when, like, they were fighting. Oh, or 100%. Mm, right? And so for them to be able to model that back to you, it speaks to the incredible work that you're doing.
0: Okay, wait. And I had to point out something else, which is such a therapy thing, but I have to say some, they did something really interesting, which is they didn't split. And one of the things that can happen when we don't have good communication through couples is there's a lot of splitting. So they'll say, say, passive aggressive, like, oh, well, your dad forgot my anniversary today, mm. right? So all of a sudden, a child is... of both of you. So Mm -hmm. when you say something negative about your partner, what that child hears is there's something wrong with me too because they're part of me. And so when you do that splitting, so your kids could have said, dad, don't be mad at mom or mom, leave dad alone. That's splitting. We Mm want to avoid that Mm -hmm. because it causes them to literally split internally from Mm -hmm. themselves if they could put in the middle. And a lot of parents can do that, right, when they're, like, always standing up for one kid or another. And it's something that, like, is really under the surface. We don't notice. But your kids did such a good job. And you guys should really give yourself a pat on the back because it's really common for splitting to happen then. And so you get to celebrate today.
1: (laughs) I love that. They didn't pick sides.
0: It's de- It definitely mm-hmm.
1: is. I never like thought a, about that.
2: It is a, because we separate them. Like they are like, yep. oh my God. So we do say that. And and it's, it's more just not even physically separating. Like I, I actually had to go get ready. So it worked out. But I, we were more like separate, like calm down. And then we will revisit this conversation after. Because for them, our daughter, especially, she's seven. She's going through a whole bunch of stuff, which we actually yeah. will get into. Um, but we're trying to let her like, feel her emotions and then get control of those emotions and then speak about it. And like, we don't often argue. And when we do argue, it's kind of just like random. And we try not to argue in front of the kids, but sometimes we're like, <laughs> and it just happens. And so it, it was physically, but we were both like separate, your emotions right now and like we'll revisit after.
1: We also talk a lot to our kids about um, effective communication. And when Mm -hmm. you're communicating with someone and it's no longer effective, that's Mm -hmm. when you break, separate, gather your stuff and then come back to create effective communication. If it's going nowhere, it's not effective. Mm
3: -hmm. We, We love that. We always say, you know how people will always say, don't go to bed angry, Yeah. right? There's like this notion that you need to finish this argument before you go to bed. We completely disagree with that. (laughs) Go to sleep. Go to sleep because you are tired, right? And when you're tired, you have no ability to regulate your emotions. Mm -hmm. And so that's a perfect example of like, get your time to sleep and then come back. And it's important to revisit the conversation, Mm -hmm. but at a time in which you're both not reactive and you're able to actually discuss or have a discussion about it, that will lead to productivity and we always say you know when you're in the middle of that do you want to be right or do you want to be close
1: yeah we
2: say
3: something so similar what do we say <laughs> do
1: you want to be right <laughs> or do you want to be happy
2: right yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's it's true
1: so let's let's jump into the the conversation about kids we weren't going to jump into it right okay. away because we have notes believe it or not we we, have notes. we, we, made we notes. did take notes in this situation <laughs> but because it's just organically getting here yeah we don't want to talk about COVID. I feel like that. We don't want to talk, talk about... about brew. Brew. No, no, okay. no, no. no, no. We don't never, leaving.
2: To... <laughs> never leaving. Never leaving. So we don't want okay, to talk about COVID. but it's coke. so good. It's <laughs> so good. What a great movie. Literally, our three-year-old this morning was sitting on the couch, and he was like... He loves the part... Well, I think it's because i was. to the They're becoming Colombian. Time. They are. <laughs> they're just like, what is the part where he told me that the man <gasps> which she's like of coming down and he's like mm-hmm. eh, like just like so into it and he's I just love the movie it's like the best soundtrack I've really since love the Frozen movie.
1: yeah it's on when they're not even in the room yeah, we're, watching it we're, we're watching it watching but it? so we do not want to talk about COVID we don't want to make this a COVID conversation mm-hmm. and it's a bit of a COVID conversation yep. because see, I'm, my sometimes accents, right, right will right like, to we both
2: do this. We like are around people. And then all of a sudden we're just like talking so like them and it's like, sometimes they think that we're like making fun of them, but we're not. We're not making And fun like, of them. it's so <laughs> awkward. So
0: no, that's your mirror neurons, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's your mirror neurons. That's a real thing.
1: It is. We're mirroring. We, we, we're yes. uh, neuro-linguistic programming mm. all over. There you go.
0: Thing. Yes. There it is. So,
1: so here's, here's my question. Um, Our children are experiencing things that we've never experienced. And unlike adults, and even adults are bad at this, they don't have the language skills to tell us what they're experiencing. They're just emotional. Mm -hmm. So I know there are a lot of listeners on this podcast that are dealing with this and maybe don't even know they're dealing with this. They're just wondering why their kids are not behaving properly. Mm Mm-hmm. What can we do as parents? Maybe what questions can we be asking? or Is there a right question to be asking our kids to help set them up to answer a question that they don't know how to even manage
0: Yeah. about, about what's, going, about what's yeah. going on right now? So I think it's right. Like, this is a really hard thing, especially when we're looking at um, schools being closed, not being able to see their friends, like all the different things that are coming up. How do we first just say... How do you feel about this and make actual space for that? Because mommy and daddy are really overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. We feel overwhelmed about this. How do you feel? Right. So part of this is modeling the transparency of talking about this, of we've never had anything like this before. I know that can feel overwhelming. But here are the things we look for when life feels overwhelming. Right. In the words of Mm -hmm. Mr. Rogers, what does he say? Look for the helpers. Look at all these amazing things, scientists that have coming together, teachers that are trying to make things fun, our friends that do drive like these drive by parties, right? Like, what are the positives we look for in this situation? How do we start to look for something positive? That doesn't mean we have to say, well, at least you're safe, Mm -hmm. right? That's minimizing. But there can be a balance between all of these things. So it's not about that there's a perfect or right question, but I think a lot of it is how are you modeling it? And are you just simply trying to ask a question, any question, and not in an overwhelmed, like, aren't you pissed? You don't have to, like, you can't go to school, right? Keep in mind, how are you regulating yourself? This is when we talk about co-regulation. If I'm regulating myself, my child is able to regulate themselves better. How do I hold on to that when I visit in a space with them? Are you like, I'm
1: like. So I just want to make sure I'm hearing this correctly. Mm -hmm. You're not like. So I am, I am (laughs) pffing. But I want to make sure I'm pffing in the right direction. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, when people list, they don't always watch. So it just sounds like we're like blown
1: apart. (laughs) Uh, So what you're saying is ask, just ask how they're feeling and hold the space. Yeah. As opposed to asking a very Mm. specific question that is Getting them to feel the way you think they should be feeling.
0: Almost yeah. planting a seed that you're exactly. not exactly. We don't have to do any leading. We don't want to lead the question on. If you feel like you, if you have a child who, like a Jen, who wasn't so good about talking about her feelings growing up, right, <laughs> right. Now, if I had a kid like Jen, I would maybe do a little bit more of mm-hmm. trying to have her come out or encouraging her to write or draw or dance or or do another way that's not verbal communication. Mm-hmm. If you had a kid like. Emily, who never shut the fuck up, then you're probably just going to make space. So part of this is also, do you know your child? Right. When we read any of this, you know, internet advice or any of this advice, there's no one size fits all. Right. It's lovely that there's a pastel graphic to tell us what to do and ask our kid, but does that relate to your child? You know your kid. And if you don't, if you're listening to this, is like, I don't know what I do with my kid. Watch them. Mm. Get to know them as real genuine people that you have a relationship with? And how do you meet them where they're at?
2: I also liked, and I want to touch on, you said, you know, mimic, like your dream, you're being transparent. And I think a lot of the times as parents, we don't want our kids to see that we like that. Maybe we aren't dealing with things because then you're maybe saying, oh, like if mom and dad are scared, then things are actually like shit. Not that kids swear, but you know what I mean? And So for you to say, like, also just letting them know, like, you know what? I'm a little bit overwhelmed right now. Like mom and dad aren't doing great either. So you must be like, it's almost like allowing them that space to feel like, oh, okay. I'm allowed to feel like this. I like that Mm -hmm. because I was really under the impression that like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. The house is on fire, but everything's fine.
0: (sighs) Do you know what well, I mean? Something and like there's a that. big difference between them having to take care of you, right? Yeah. If you go to them and say, mom is a mess. Oh, <laughs> rub my head. <laughs> oh, mommy's so sad. Can you make mommy feel better? That's very different than saying, right. hey, mom feels overwhelmed too. And here are the things mom does when she's feeling overwhelmed. Mm. Give them the right? tools.
3: And I think so often because when we, we love our kids, we love our partner, we don't want them to be sad. We don't want them to be overwhelmed. And so we quickly go to, oh, don't worry. Or... You know, And even though our intentions are good, it can sometimes be invalidating mm-hmm. to say, oh, don't worry about that, or use the word at least. Well, at least, at least we have this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And so that can sometimes, even though our intentions are good, it can be invalidating. So just to hold that space to say, I hear you. I hear this is really overwhelming for you.
1: Can I ask you a quick question about invalidating? It seems to be a bit of a, and I don't mean to diminish what you're saying, <laughs> it seems to be a bit of a buzzword lately. Um, can you describe, like everyone knows what it means, but I don't think anyone really knows what it means. Can you describe that to us?
0: Mm-hmm. So let's first talk about validation, right? So validation is. I see what you're feeling is real for you. When I'm validating someone, I don't have to agree with them. I don't have to um, support it. I don't have to enable it. Seeing somebody in their pain and honoring that and making room for it is not the same as, yeah, you're like, right? Like, so if my kid is having, is like, you ever had like your kid gets into a meltdown and then they start mm-hmm. like hitting and destroying shit, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can crazy. see how angry. Yeah. <laughs> right? I can see how angry you are, and I know you feel so angry you want to hit, is not the same as I can see how angry you are. So go hit everything in the room. Right. Right? So we don't have to do that. Now but when we talk about invalidating we're, we're thinking about something along the lines of like it's really not that big of a deal. You don't need to be this angry. Or like, calm down, mm. calm oh, down, Lord. right, right, <laughs> right. And it makes because it also makes you spiral, right? right? What people you're like, calm down. It's the worst it's thing to say to anyone. To it's the difference <laughs> between putting water on a flame and gas on a flame. Yes, water on a flame is validation. Gas on a flame is minimization and dismissing, because it causes us actually. There's like a whole like there's like one of the things that happened, right? Is there's like a release of oxytocin, right? So we talk about oxytocin in terms of like the sex hormone. Oh man, yeah, this we're is why girls right. real, <laughs> real quick. <God. laughs>
1: right.
0: So like, okay, this is why girls get so attached. The reality is, is actually Often, more oxytocin is released when you get a 20-second hug from your kid than having sex. So oxytocin can be released oh. with attachment, and it goes up to um, – it's going gonna, it's gonna to go up – this is where it gets, like, very confused. <laughs> right? It's going to go up to your prefrontal cortex, and it goes to your amygdala, which is sort of like your emotional center, and it calms it down when there's that oxytocin. When I don't have it, what happens to that amygdala is it's going to turn into a lighthouse – and that lighthouse is going to look for any potential sign mm. of danger. And I'm going to find it. I don't care if it's real or not. I don't right. care if it's perceived, right? So all of a sudden, I find it some way of why you screwed me because I don't know if I can trust you. And so when we talk about oxytocin, that's also part of the validation and seeing my partner mm-hmm. or my children or whoever else in my life. Because I don't want you to have to look for danger. I want you to see safety in me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I like the lighthouse thing.
1: That's really cool. I feel Great. like it's like
2: when you're on Google and you you have an opinion and you'll find someone that will support that opinion. It doesn't even matter if it's true or not. You'll find Cause it's, it.
3: Because they're validating you. 100 not. A, it's on you Google. Don't, I'm right. You right. Don't, and you don't feel alone in it. And that mm. so often happens is that when we feel something and someone's saying like, oh, it's not that bad or it didn't go that way, it's easy for us to just feel very alone in our emotions. And really yeah. what we're looking for is for someone to say, I hear you. And I can be here with you in that emotion. I don't necessarily have to feel the same way, but I can see the fact that you're, I can see that you're feeling this, and I can validate the fact that you're feeling this.
1: Yes, yeah, see, as a father, it's, a, it's an interesting role because when your child hurts your other child, you become protective of the child that's being hurt, and you yes. often forget about the emotions of the child that hurt the other child. Yeah. And they become the enemy. It's like what yeah. you talked about splitting up the parents, and I don't do that to mom. I didn't realize that I do that, and I guess I do that because my first line of defense is like, "Don't hit your sister." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I find that I struggle as a as an adult uh, validating people that I don't agree with because <laughs> it's hard because it is difficult to say I empathize with you, I don't agree with you. Yep. Um, and it's almost like the but, right? Mm-hmm. And I and maybe there's some is there, a, is there a word like transition words that you can use that. People can like, if I don't agree with you and, but I empathize what you're saying, I want to be able to say that without, with you knowing, I still don't agree with you.
3: Mm-hmm. So with your son, for example, you're seeing the reaction from the emotion, right? And so that's some of the time where it's more difficult to find that validation is because we're worried that we're going to validate the reaction right, and not necessarily the emotion. So when there was something that came before hitting his sister that he might not understand and he's just reacting to. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's difficult sometimes to find the ability to validate that because you're more so seeing the reaction from the emotion. Mm-hmm. Anger is typically a secondary emotion. There's a deeper, more vulnerable emotion underneath anger, but anger feels so much more powerful. Anger could be an emotion. It can also be a reaction to an emotion. Mm-hmm. And so usually when we see that, our our initial responses to get defensive or to get angry back, right? Because it's protective for us. So that's where it gets a little tough is because you're seeing the reaction to a more vulnerable emotion. Mm-hmm.
0: Like and so, so when we, you talk when you talk about this, so what's what do you do with it? What's the language? Right. Because whether we're talking about children or adults, the reality is, is we're way more complex and it's way more nuanced. And we've sort of made it, especially with all the political divide. Right. Mm-hmm. So like one of the things of saying, like, I really see how passionate you are about this and I see it. And still, I do not see it that way at all. So how do we then move forward with this conversation? Mm-hmm. And in some ways, it's also like the idea of like meta communication. How do we talk about the, what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Like, that I, like I can hold some space for you and see what you're saying, Like I'm not gonna punch you in the face, right? But when I can find some truth in what you're saying, it's a, what we call a disarming technique. Mm-hmm. So the truth is, but she started it or she. everyone gets easier on her, she stole the toy first, right? And that sucks. You're totally right. It sucks when someone takes our stuff, or it sucks when someone doesn't agree with us. And still, you can't hit your sister, man. Mm -hmm. I see you, right? And still, you can't keep coming at me with these things that you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. So when you can find some bit of truth, it doesn't mean you have to agree with it, and that's the confusion. I can see you and hear you and not agree with what you're saying. And in that situation, you're
3: validating the emotion. I get it. That really sucks. And I know that that's really hard, but you're not condoning the behavior connected mm-hmm. to the emotion.
2: Yeah, we. I think we, we have to like really stop. Keep, yeah, well, I, it's just so hard because your immediate reaction is so quick, yes. right? So it's just, it takes a second and like you just it's going to take some practice to retrain mm-hmm. your brain to think that way. Just like if you're like if you're arguing and you're whatever, my first reaction is to be like, calm down. I- the worst thing I hate when people say that to me we just talked about that is there something else that we could say that I could say like this is completely like hypothetical um, but like if someone named Brian was very arguing and, and loud and I wanted him to like chill the fuck out. Is there something else I could say well, <laughs> other th- than I, calm down?
3: I think your ability to just be like, I hear you, but mm. it, it looks like what what we're doing here isn't working. What Just as you said, why don't we take some time and we yeah. can come back to this mm. when ahead. we're both a little less reactive, mm-hmm. right? I'm
2: going to say I hear you, but I'm going to say it in how I would say calm down. I'm going to be like, I hear you. <laughs> And then you'll know.
0: When we, we're you, can in, a, yeah, well, you can have a You have a safe word too. You can literally be like, "Hey, pineapple." Right. Tire's right? And Tarzan And And I was and, thinking pineapple. And that's when you said how we. That. Was right. And that's how out. that is weird. And that's then you so walk weird. away into another room together. And I say, "Listen, these guys are driving me fucking nuts too." All yes. right. For the record, I'm on your team here. I'm with you. Yes. Right. I am your teammate. And when you and I take a moment to take a time out, work together to come up with a new plan and we can enter in together. But if I'm angry about something and my spouse tells me to calm down, it actually makes me want to react more. I want to know my spouse is on my team no matter what. Even if I'm being a jerk.
3: Because when you're yelling, what you're saying is, I want you to hear me. Like, Mm -hmm. I want you to hear me and I want you to be on my team. But we're yelling it, expecting, oh, maybe if I yell this a little bit louder, my partner's Mm going to hear it. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to say, like, I hear you, but how we're communicating right now is not effective. Mm -hmm. Let's regroup, get back on the same team, and we'll go from there. Got it.
1: I love it. Okay, so let's get back to the serotonin. The sex,
0: <laughs> oxytocin. So, yes, oxytocin. Oxy, oxy,
1: oxy, oxy, oh so, oxy. So
0: oxy is usually known as something else. But right. we're,
1: so- <laughs> we're talking about the sex hormone here, oxy, not the one that makes you pass out um, or see funny things. Um, so one of the things that we deal with as a couple, because um, it was interesting that you said that you get more of the oxytocin. tocin? No, oxytocin. You're yep, everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You get more of it from a hug.
0: Mm-hmm. From, your kids. With, for, from a kiss, from a t- with, Yeah, with one like not from a hug from a stranger. Right, 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 release, right. Oxytocin. That's what's but, giving like, you more yeah. oxytocin. People, Friday, people do. There are those like cuddle groups with yeah. like, oh, yeah. strangers. That's a thing. Yeah, huh? people. People pay for professional cuddlers. Well,
1: I'm sorry. There are people that get off on popping balloons too. So, but what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is, I often hear from mm-hmm. my wife, and I validate this, that she feels touched out.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: And so I'm thinking like. Well, if she's getting touched all the time by the children, she should be so horny. <laughs> and it's just not the case. It's not the case. So mm-hmm. like, how do I take someone who's touched out and then proceed to continue to touch her in a way that will turn her on because the desire's gone. But the desire's not gone for me, and I'll be on mm-hmm. like, this is where this is where I, I can validate this. I'm not with the kids 24/ 7. I don't get touched out. I get touched out by my clients and my Mm -hmm. and my my business I'm mentally touched out and and for me how I get away from that and escape it is sex and Mm -hmm. so like I I I looking I'm looking for sex and she's looking not to be touched and I would love some guidance around that
0: okay wait you just said something really important which is the escape for me is sex but what's the escape for her have you asked or what's the sex for her what's the point of sex for your wife
1: well I'm (laughs) <laughs> me, to be clear, uh, sex for me is a lot more than just a sk- in the okay, skin. But, but this is something we do called. It does sexual... allow me to turn it off.
0: Okay, so this is something we do called sexual scripting, which is what is the point of all the things we do? Why do we become parents? Why do we have sex? Really, truly, right? Like, because for some of us, you know, if you're going through fertility stuff, sex is usually for procreation, right? <laughs> when you're like young, it's like, you know, for pleasure. So, mm-hmm. like, as at the age that you're at, and this also changes throughout the time of your relationship. What's the point of sex for you right now,
1: Brittany? What is the point of sex for you right now?
2: <laughs> so uncomfortable. Um, so I feel like for me, it, it's something. It's it's two things. It's for us to connect because okay. we really do. I I find like after we have a session, we just feel more in tune with each other, and we can definitely feel when we haven't. It's mm-hmm. it's all over here. He's very short with what because he 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 is much more of a sexual person than me like his desire is always higher than mine right now and it's because of the season of our life like we've got two young kids but it's that and and i don't want this to come across like weird but it's also i know that that is his love language and sometimes i have to push through maybe if i'm not feeling that because i know that it is something that he is like requiring and it's not like a requirement but it's like okay like this is something that I know Ryan really feels close to me with and I have to push through my own tiredness sometimes so that he knows that I am there and I and I feel that and I want him to feel like that connection because at the end of it it's like after you work out I'm so glad I did it And during it, I'm also so glad I did it. I was going to say,
1: say you don't hate during
2: it. (laughs) I I
3: love it. It's just at the same time, I'm also like, I'm so tired.
1: You just hate getting to the gym.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, it's getting your mind. And first, I want to validate the fact that the two of you are not alone in this. This is (sighs) very common. (laughs) (laughs) And like the amount of times that we hear this exact thing. But it is okay to say to yourself, I want to get myself into this Mm -hmm. and once you're in it, it, you're enjoying it. That is so Mm -hmm. natural.
0: Often arousal precedes desire. And what that means is that I think me, a lot of men have spontaneous desire where a lot of women have responsive desire. Yeah. So, like, we don't walk around just thinking, like, oh, I feel kind of horny right now. You know, mm-hmm. like that's like a lot of things. Like we're thinking th- about sub- the laundry, yeah, thinking some- about taking care of the kids. Exactly. Got a lot some of women plate. experience that, but honestly, it's not the majority, especially when we're talking about motherhood. So often what we think is that arousal precedes desire. So what that means is my body has to feel the arousal and the pleasure before my mind feels the desire. Mm -hmm. And so what does that mean for you? If I'm going to say to myself, and this is why we're fans of scheduling sex, especially when there's kids, Mm -hmm. right? Because to say to yourself, okay, so I know that we scheduled sex tonight. So what that really means for me is I need him to put the kids down. I need to shower first. Mm. I need to like, like put on some different clothes, feel good about myself and allow myself to have pleasure.
2: I love what the pregame. Just, that is so true we never yes, thought about that like yes. if, if you were to put the kids to bed i'm not lying in a dark room i'm like yo i'm out like i'm i'm sleeping yeah, I
1: get my, pre-game, my pre-game is as, as it won't have sex yes
0: yes, yes exactly <laughs> and that's because that's <gasps> right and this is what we talk about responsive desire yes. right so hers is going to be responsive yes. to the stimulus but if you were to say hey tonight's our sex night i'm going to make sure the kids get taken down Seven o'clock on, all you. You get an hour to take care of Mm. yourself. You actually put on something you feel sexual in. You allow yourself to go into a different headspace. But also what that's doing for you is saying, you want to know what? I deserve great sex. I deserve pleasure, which all women do. All men do. All people deserve great sex and wonderful pleasure. It does not just have to be about your partner. And when we allow ourselves to get into a space of it, not just like white knuckle through it, all of a sudden, you know what? I'd actually like to schedule sex a little it. bit more often. Mm-hmm. Actually, it. when and, this feels really good, some, I like this more.
3: Something you can think about, which looks like your wheels are turning, are like: what are your stops? Like, what are the? What's the anxiety that comes up beforehand? What are you thinking about that's getting you out of your body in the moment and mm-hmm. see if there's ways to mitigate that, right? So an example would, as we're talking about, is create that time beforehand mm-hmm. where you are pre-gaming for it and you're separating out your anxieties from the situation um, or creating a boundary around that time for yourselves, right? So like if you have animals and they're jumping on the bed or you're, you're keeping your phones out of the room. We got rid you know? of them. Yeah, <laughs> We never out. have them. Yeah. <laughs> so like whatever it is to think about what are, what are the anxieties that might get in the way of me feeling sexually connected to myself? Because you have to feel so- sexually connected to yourself mm-hmm. before you can be in the moment with your partner.
1: Okay. So I, I, know, I know that we're pressed for time and I know you guys have to run. I, and I know that we want to talk about what you guys are doing, but I have one real quick question yes, sure. and this is for, <laughs> this is for the males that listen mm-hmm. to this podcast. Yes. You guys haven't always been a Rubik's Cube. What do you mean? Like women? At some point in time, I'll tell you this flat out. I didn't have to convince Brittany to have sex. I didn't no. have to, to do this, 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 and this before she had sex. She was just horny.
4: Yeah. What do you think?
2: Why does that go away? I can't wait to jump in Okay. I
3: have f- so many answers. There's,
0: we have so many factors. Should we just go back and forth? And yeah, Hormones, <laughs> responsibilities. Different lifestyle, different roles of who I am. At one point, I was a woman, a sexual being, and now I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. We have not been taught how to be sexual beings in motherhood. We haven't been taught to be. There's very much a lot of us go through something called like there's a Madonna and a whore complex, which is I'm I'm either like or um, like I'm either the hot, sexy one or I'm like the virtuous mother. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you combine all the different parts of yourself?
3: How do you feel a sexual being in who you are right now?
0: Body mm-hmm. image with age and the fact that women experience like way more ageism and the fact that we age out of sexuality in life. We're not seen as sexual beings after a certain age. I think right? you
1: guys are always sexy for the rest.
0: I, I think so, too. Egg. I think we are always sexy all the time, but we stop
3: believing it. Right. Yeah. And creating it, creating, you know, we don't necessarily adjust our sexual life to our Circumstances, Right. We think, oh, well, when we first started dating, we were we would just have sex all the time. That is not how your lives are anymore, mm-hmm. unfortunately, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And so how do you adjust your sexual
0: circumstances to what your life looks like now? The other mm-hmm. thing people have a really um, there's a big myth about is that sex is that marriage ruins sex. Actually, sex dies out when you start moving in with your partner, but it just used to be that people didn't live together before marriage, and now most people live right. together before marriage. So actually, it's that time. Our quality versus quantity of time made a massive change. But also in the past, when you had those, you probably got ready for a date night or were excited mm-hmm. to see each other, and you did your hair, and you showered, and you did these things that allowed me to connect with my sexual self.
1: You did the pregame.
0: Right? No, the you just meet your partner exciting Right, exactly. and now there's there's no, a, yeah, and hot. there's
3: no mystery, right? Mm-hmm. There's no mystery in the relationship. You know exactly what it's
0: gonna be like now. Yeah. And yeah, so, not when I'm
1: bending over naked to pick up my socks. It's right. the exactly. mystery God. Yeah. Exactly. Right. But Come,
0: right, but do we and have we kept exploring? Because the other thing is everything was hot and new in the beginning. Do we keep exploring our fantasies? Do we keep trying new positions? Do we invite toys into the bedroom? What do we do to keep growing our sexual relationship? Nice. Because I can tell you women want good sex. But a oh, yeah. lot of women don't want the sex they're having. And
3: a lot of even even the pregame stuff you used to do at the beginning of sex falls out the window. Like, when do you make out for mm-hmm. a long time? And just you know? make know, and like just Dry make home. out. Dry hump. Before we stopped you doing have sex. that. We right? had people There's were doing that. So college. much that goes out the window. You're just like Take your pants petting. off. Let's get at it. Heavy petting.
2: Yes. Heavy petting. It's because usually we're like we gotta fucking do this before one of the right, monsters comes right. in. Right. Like you're, but you're right. The pregame is so big. I'm so excited. I love it.
1: Sex to me has become this when I when I jump into the bed and Brittany's not wearing pants. I know <laughs> we're having sex.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right. That's, That's, That's a perfect example. Where before it was like, ooh, are we gonna have sex tonight? Yeah. Right. There was like mystery there was, to it. There was mystery. There was totally. guessing. There was questioning. Now. It's like take your pants off. We're in. Yeah, no,
0: right? like it's like a job.
2: And there are times though for that. Like I think it's a balance. Like yep. it's very unrealistic to have like a couple who have two young kids to always be like, okay, let's take two hours have to, to yes. oil. T-. You know what I mean?
3: Exactly.
1: I'll legit jump into the bed. I'll put my hand on her hip. If she's wearing pants, I'll put my mouth guard in and go to sleep.
2: Yeah, it's true. It's true. Like, here You're it like, is. Here's my here's my, here's my here's my she's snore like, guard. Good night, babes. I love you because you have to listen. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure
1: I'm not snoring tonight, so maybe tomorrow she's not tired.
0: <laughs> and this is why some couples do the two-two-two rule, which is that like a date night every two weeks, um, a weekend, a night away every two months, and a trip away every two years. Love right? That. So two, like
1: two-two-two like rule. And 2 too so cute for sex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay and also I, and any husband though who's also feeling like his wife is a rubik's cube listening to this i want you to say have i asked her recently if she's liking the sex we're having are we trying new things and have i am i still doing the foreplay and the things i used to do before? how often am i telling my wife you're really fucking hot how mm. often do i walk up behind her and you know put my denim cock into her butt right like you know like like, <laughs> it, like these are all things that like you probably like used grab to grab an do. ass cheek grab when they're doing the dishes right? Right. I'm, more like chino, I'm more of a oh. chino
1: guy but yeah.
0: Yeah. I get what you're saying what are the things that I'm doing that also cause arousal because even though men often don't have uh, responsive arousal women do and so yeah maybe we didn't use to be Rubik's Cube but if you want something to really work how much effort and time do you put into it
1: yeah yeah. Oh my god! This episode is one hundred percent going to be called something about a uh, denim. cock. A denim. Cock. <laughs> oh, for I sure.
0: hope so. I'm so excited. For sure, so for excited. sure, for sure. Okay,
1: let's let's. Uh, we want to connect with you guys on a consistent yep. basis. You guys have an unbelievably massive successful business that is not just yourselves, but branched out.
2: Your own podcast. Your own podcast. Socials. You've, yeah.
1: Like, how do people connect with you? And uh, tell and, us
3: about your e and in the ebook. Oh. Yes. So we are owners of The Therapy Group. We are a private practice of about 30 therapists now. Um, so if you want to see one of our therapists, you can reach on out. You can go to our website at thetherapygroup.com. Um, on our website, we also have a premarital e-course, Making the Most of Your Marriage. It can be premarital or if you're in a relationship, mm-hmm.
0: applies to everyone. Um And And we talk about things like sex, money, in laws, boundaries, all the stuff, mm -hmm, all the stuff that you maybe didn't talk about before. That you're like, we could use a little maintenance. It's a great thing for that. We have a podcast called Shrink Chicks. You can check us out on anywhere you find your
3: Shrink Chicks. Shrink and Dick will be our new (laughs) business venture Uh (laughs) coming soon for 2023. Is Shrink and Dick? Shrink and and Dick? Denim cocks. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say, just make sure your logo is like a pair of denim jeans or something.
2: (laughs) Ladies, this was so much fun.
1: So much. Was fun. so
3: much fun. Thank you guys so Thank you for much for having Thank us. Thank you. We
2: really appreciate it.
1: Shout out to Philly.
3: Yeah. Take Shout care. out to Philly.
1: <laughs> Ladies, have yourself a wonderful Ladies. day. Thank you so much. Hey everyone.
0: I'm Emily Beerley, And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of The Therapy Group, and hosts of the Street Chicks podcast.
3: Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psychobabble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself.